Do I need a system ever? Do you need a system ever to run? Well, to be mischievous, let's, you know, we would need to define system, right? Okay, cool. Do. Good luck. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say we? I meant you, Brian. <laughs> well, I'm so like, I don't know, like something I fall back. I do have a system. I am currently and constantly tweaking it. Um, I've put out two systems that I definitely, definitely do not use anymore. Um, Can you hear me pouring a scotch? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm drinking a lovely Japan Hatton, which is one of my absolute favorite cocktails. And I am sadly running. I'm I have one more sip on it. Uh, oh, Japan Hatton, oh. for those listening, is uh, to- Centauri Toki, um, delicious uh, kochi um, vermouth. It's kind. It is vermouth, but it's not labeled as vermouth. But it's the greatest I've ever tried. Hey, Brian, um, what look- what time what time of day what time of day is it? You seriously oh. think about getting a job? Seriously, oh. think about getting a job, man. Seriously. <laughs> Are are you judging my? <laughs> I mean, it's five o'clock somewhere, Paul. Like it is definitely five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Cheers, man. Hey, I grew up in the booziest part of the United States, which is uh, Illinois and Wisconsin. There's there's none more boozy. A proud boast. Um, <laughs> I'm, I mean, there's a great infographic. You can just search it on, on Google um, that is uh, United States uh, ratio of bars to grocery stores. <laughs> and where I grew up you know. is just like if, if the red is where there's more booze, it's blood red. Uh, yeah. Our, well, you know what the – you know – what they say about about the British, right? I mean, there's so much, there's so much about British people. There's so much Uh, drinking in these islands. Is there? I don't mean, I I don't really like the label British, as you can imagine. It's a little bit, it's a little bit of an unfortunate label, but um, yeah, there, no, really, and bad and antisocial drinking. So, so Brits abroad are known for drinking just prior to fighting. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 but Brits drink beer like all my British guitar players would drink beer and play darts, and we're good at both. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, that's pub, and that's the, pub culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they run, but they're in America because I was playing here. I was like, oh, you want to drink? Let's have some booze. <laughs> that doesn't go very well for them. <clears throat> Americans like their booze big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw a clip um, earlier from a from a Clint Eastwood film. I couldn't tell you which Clint Eastwood film it is. <clears throat> One of his western. Sure. And he goes in and he goes into a saloon and yeah. and he orders beer, a bottle of mm-hmm. you know. A, he says, "Pour me a beer and 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 give me the bottle." Right, and um, he obviously obviously the clip ends with him. Saying, you know, with him quipping a sort of a a, a, a one liner that makes everyone else run because they think he's going to shoot them. But the the barman says, "Yeah, I've got beer, but it's not very good," you know. And then he passes him this absolutely perfect looking glass of beer with a beautiful nice. head, like golden golden amber oh. beer. And it looks <laughs> it looks like it's a joke. I mean, you know, the barman says it's not very good, and he passes him this superb beer. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So obviously no, everyone else right. in the saloon looks at him looks at him suspiciously because he orders because he orders a beer, you know. <laughs> I mean I mean he's a shitbag, but I love his movies, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Who absolutely. Gets a pass absolutely. on art. <sighs> yeah, yeah. There's no, so absolutely. there are, like Elvis Costello gets a pass on art for me. 
even if he's a shitbag, I just don't care. <laughs> I can't. This is this is all a very long. This is all a very long way around avoiding talking about what system might mean. Yeah, yeah, that is a fact. Um, system matters apparently. I've been told, and seventh will confirm. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. That system matters. <laughs> true. That is true. Um, so I believe that the quote-unquote system does inform the praxis, right? But I, I think that it's what your praxis. You, you're going to pull yeah. praxis on me. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is <laughs> the practice of play, right? But it's, oh, practice. it's not that. The, the, oh, Jesus. I thought you said praxis. I, I, I said that, but I meant that as practice of play, not as, you know, nonsense. Anyway, um, so, so how should I say it? I, I know that there will be people who are like, well, this is FKR. We, we don't care that much about the system. And like, yeah, that's true. Um, but you will find that certain communities spawn certain systems. Certain systems spawn, in turn, some co certain communities, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. if you have, uh, let's say, you know, Burning Wheel Discord or uh, NSR Discord, they will um, aggregate around, so systems, right, in a way, right? Because NSR is, is sort of, um, circles around Cairn, um, Burning Wheel circles around Burning Wheel, Pathfinder Discord circle, Discord or community circles around Pathfinder. Um, those systems inform the communities which they, uh, which form around them. And if you play uh, in those communities, you're going to have a sort of experience that's tailored to a certain, you know, to a certain system. Now, you can totally use things like Pathfinder, Care, whatever, um, as toolkits, right? And be like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab this, because this is cool, and I'm gonna use this for an entirely different system, entirely different experience, entirely different thing. But, um, the the reality of RPGs is is usually not not what it looks like. Um, so yeah, like I I do believe that there is like a a synergy between systems between uh, communities that play those systems. Um, so you will definitely see things like communities picking certain systems over others um, based on their preference. <clears throat> And like, yeah. so so I, I would definitely not say something like that. Like, you know, system should just tell you how to play it, uh, because you will always have to, in some degree, think for yourself in a way, right? Obviously, um, but I do think that, like, how should I say it? it, it, it it's it's it's. System does kind of like like tell you what sort of people play it, you know, and and what sort of play is going to happen in its community, if you know what I mean, right? Sure. Not not necessarily that we should always be like, okay, Pathfinder can always only be played the way the Pathfinder creators intended. I think that's silly, right? Because Paizo is cringe and trash, but. Um, <laughs> I, I do think that, like, if you if you like play, if you find a game online or IRL going, hey, we're we're running Pathfinder. Of course, you're gonna have the Pathfinder experience. Like, like you're gonna have the average Pathfinder, you know, high rolls trad experience. If you play OSR, you're gonna run the same fucking dungeon they've been running for for the past sixty years. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's the experience. You know, like like. It is what it is. <clears throat> True. I, 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 I think... That, yeah, Paul, sorry, you friend. go. <laughs> no, you go. I want you to respond. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I, I listen, I think, I, I think that's... I think it's undeniably the case that when you 
meet a bunch of people who are playing a certain system, most likely they're going to be playing in the, you know, they're going to be they're going to be providing the average experience for that system. When you sit down with people who are playing a certain game, you can have a fairly good guess the kind of game you're going to get uh, because of the system they've chosen. I think that's undeniably undeniably the case. However much on this on the you know on this server we like to say, oh, so you know systems are toolkits we can pick and choose. If you sit down with people who are playing Traveller or D and D or Burning Wheel or whatever, most of the people playing those systems will give you the 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 experience you know that you expect from those from those systems. I think you know, I think that's absolutely true. Right. Um, no, I'm done with it. When just before, and, just just before you just before you came in seventh, we were we were talking about a de- a definition of system though, mm-hmm. not so much mm-hmm. not not so much whether whether system, system matters <clears throat> is, is is important, but 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 if we say system doesn't matter, what are we saying exactly? What are we right. saying doesn't matter? Right. Is it just that long list of published systems? that doesn't matter or is there something right. you know some other definition of system which is important to this conversation um so if we have a community that wants to say like okay system doesn't matter then obviously uh i think that um what they would mean would be more or less whatever is the coherent whole that forms, you know, the the rule book, quote unquote, that you have. And of course, when I say rule book, I think of something like, you know, Karen rule book or uh, yeah, D&D yeah. rule book, you know, a Pathfinder rule book, right? And with all of it, of their infinite freaking um, expansions and whatever, right? Um, and th- that's kind of what what matters uh, is that as, like like what we I think would see it would be as like toolkits or inspiration or something like that uh, and not something that you have to just take and use as written right yeah okay yeah 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 I, yeah and, and that, that's very very sensible yeah right and by the, the the paradigm by which we would modify these these toolkits would be what can thin what's you could say diegetic but a lot of people use use very different like like define it very weirdly but my point is that um thinning the barrier between the player and the world right so 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 you wouldn't have like endless abstractions ideally you know like in dnd why are you clearing your throat so much, Brian? Are you are you dying? Are you, is is this your time? Did I, <laughs> did I pray for you? <laughs> you might be after a diagnosis. Uh, I, I may be after, but I, I feel like prayer <clears throat> is, is the is the best thing I can do at this point. You know, <laughs> at least sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I, I was I swallowed so, some uh, Japan Hatton incorrectly. Uh-huh. And I was trying to mute myself, but it's very hard to mute myself on this end uh, for technical reasons. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. Anyway, welcome, Zach. I saw System, system Matters and felt compelled to come. Yeah, System Matters. <laughs> Fight me on it. I've been summoned. <laughs> this is awesome. Um. Paula, you go. Me? Um, yeah. So if so, so in that sense, if, if I follow you correctly, seventh, you're you're essentially saying that system just refers to um, sets of published rules which we are invited by the authors uh, of those rules to swallow whole and use in their entirety. And yeah. That, that, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. What I would say is the system is a package, right? That's yeah. what I would what I would say. That's and and, and our parrot like our idea with FKR is that we don't just take packages, right? We we pick those packages apart 
and see what matters to us with the paradigm of playing the world. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, when's the last time? Well, I mean, it, the last time I might have played an actual system in its entirety is in Paul's game. That seems a bit. That seems a bit of a harsh thing to say in this context, Brian. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're playing your system, and it matters, right? Like, yes. Although, although it's really, you know, this is this is my point about a definition of system, right? Because the system itself is very is very rules light and most of that book is setting agreed and 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 yeah so there's a so there's a so that you know there's a difference there although there's all this kind of sophistry around system is setting but but there is definitely a difference there which probably comes down to whether we say you know systems are made up of mechanics plus setting or you know, or what rules light actually means and all of that kind of stuff as well, right? Hear me out, though, because uh, I did play your game and I have an opinion about it. Um, what I would say, and, and we're talking about the uh, Paleolithic Adventures for whoever's listening. Um, Paleolithic Voyages. Voyages, that's right. Paleolithic voyages, eh? Only um, four ninety-five yeah. at, at your local. <laughs> right. If you if you want to buy Paul's system, I, I would definitely encourage it. So the, please, the point please, I would say, now. the point I would say is that you have um, a system that's primarily a setting book that does sort of um, it's it's definitely sort of a guide to the world and some, you could say, procedures by which more of the world is uncovered. Um, there definitely are some, you could say, tools um, that come from yeah. story games. There's tools that come from other places. Um, but how should I say it? Like, like, when you run it, it's you running it. Right, it's it's you who has collected all of those things into this um, into this tool set that you have, right? Um, yeah. Which is it's it's not to say that you can't um, you can't just you know pick up the the, the system that has this paradigm of uh, thinning the barrier between the player and the the world and just run it as is with like some minimal uh some minimal uh adjustments as a gm like i i would not necessarily say that there's no such thing as systems that can express certain fkr paradigms right or you right. systems by quote-unquote you know quote-unquote systems i.e like setting books right or or totally. setting books that sort of tell you how to play them in a way right that's what i would say um yeah to, to sort of not um, riff on, because I'm, I'm literally working on, on something entirely exactly like that. And I also think like, yeah, it's probably a setting book, right? Yes. Yeah. With, with that, that sort of gives you ideas, <clears throat> a little bit of ideas about resolution, but it's really a setting book. book. And I, I think of, of your system that way as well, is that there are systems that are more good. setting that's, books. That's, very, that's the intention, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like their systems also, are more set books than that sort of give you ideas about how to run them, but not necessarily um, force you to use a certain, you know, um, moloch of, of uh, dozens of rules and insane abstractions to produce a given experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's clear to me that all four of us have put out systems. <laughs> well, seven is right. working on this. <clears throat> but like, there's an interesting, it's interesting because I really was into playing your game, Paul, when you're running it. Because like, that game's a little hard to grok, maybe for for someone that's not you, maybe, right? Like, 
where I think, like I think that's that that comes up again not not about that game right but in it comes up again and again in discussions about FKR mm-hmm. you there is there's normally someone who pops up and says well look um system is like um um you, you know training wheels or scaffolding or mm-hmm. a way of helping people someone said it today in in um in what the in what the FKR, you know, um, sure. that 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 people need people need this stuff because they're not feeling confident when they first run games or first play games, you know, or, or the we we also hear quite often um, people sit down at the table and they don't know what to do, they don't know what their characters can do, and so that it's an interesting problematic, isn't it? Someone else was it yes. you, Zach, was saying um, about how um, FKR games appeal to either complete beginners or the really experienced but not the middle yeah, not the middle of the range. that was uh that was undead bob well, okay yeah yeah some other I old guy quite interesting i thought it was quite an interesting <clears throat> opinion though. yeah i I, I i kind of go ahead i kind of i kind of that resonated because um <clears throat> you know I, I can't speak to the utes on on the server but it it feels like you either ossify into a system mastery machine for processing a given game that you have internalized, right? I've been running AD&D 2nd Edition for 30 years, and I know it inside and out, right? And you've, you've basically just internalized the rules and ossified yourself around them. And breaking out of that mold is kind of difficult if you're if you're new and you haven't you haven't you know to to get all yoda right if you don't have to unlearn all that you've learned it's it's a lot easier to be flexible and adaptable and and someone says we're going to play this game and you're going to pretend to be this person and you go with it then it's just it's a natural fit and then the other end of the stream is if you've got experience or familiarity with loads and loads of different systems you kind of inoculate yourself against that ossification you can see the benefits and drawbacks of different approaches and different styles of running games and it's a lot easier to kind of fast and loose with how you're going to adjudicate a given situation so I kind of agree with that. You you either need lots of experience and lots of broad experience so that you can see you've you've already accepted that that there's no perfect system for anything or you're so unfamiliar with the the industry at large that you're willing to go into it happily. My uh my wife is a former scuba instructor and she would tell me a lot that her Easiest students by far, bar none, are kids, right? Mm. Um, teenagers. You tell them, hey, we're going to go breathe underwater. And the kids are like, hell yeah, let's go breathe underwater. And they just, just do it. And it's the adults who have to unlearn all of the fears. And there's like cultural fears and like having seen Jaws kind of fears and all sorts of other things that adults are very hard to teach because they've got so many processes and, and layers of, of expectations that they've built up that it's very hard for them to overcome that. So I feel yeah. that that resonated. Uh, Undead Bob's statements resonated. Also, thank God a lot of people have not seen Jaws because that scarred us all. <laughs> it's also 40 years old. <laughs> 50 years old. Um, also, I guess definitely forgot. A great movie. Y'all. Yeah, it's cool. I'm going to I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna re- respond by so like I agree with all that like yes someone that's really good and is tired of shit and stripping it away versus like I'm a I'm a, a I'm a child a, a friendly child and the what who cares like but the I think it's interesting because Seventh and I were talking about this because he's making a setting, right? Paul, you made a setting. I've never made a setting. Zach didn't make a setting. He made Journey, Journeyman. Uh, and I made bullshit. Like, I, I'm, I might never publish my system that I'm using now <laughs> ever because I'm tired of it. Um, but, like, 
I lean hard into, um, you know, like medieval stuff because everyone knows what that is and it's easy, right? Like, so you don't have to worry about the setting so much or the world so much. Like, that's it's kind of like details of it. That's fine, but like, that's probably the easiest thing to F care. I'm gonna argue because, like, in Paul, in your book, you really have to read a lot of the stuff, like. Seventh and I were both like, God, yeah, that's a really good game. Like, but you, it's, right. I don't know that I can run it just yet. That that's where I'm leading, right? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, because that's the common, that's the that's the shared world, right? So you have to have common mm-hmm. assumptions, which is why I say, yeah. white bread's white bread's world building document leads with, um, you know, let's find common touchstones. What media inspires yeah. this? um super dope you know and that's just that, that's just good world building practice for fkr games right so if you White come to Red's the table world with building doc can you i send it to you yeah yeah, yeah you got it you got it brian yeah um <laughs> it's really yeah, where good. Was, oh so sorry if you come if you come to the table and you're like hey everyone i i watched this uh i watched this french film about two guys in the paleolithic you know on a voyage i want to play that and and i've read this book about the paleolithic it's a it's a little bit niche right <laughs> and and people are going to look at you and say well actually a what's your bit? i prefer your other idea which is let's just play traveler again <laughs> rough so for so for to come on on seventh thing so i sent you you that so seventh is working on a thing and uh on a setting and i'm like you kind of have to like just crush setting into every single piece of every word that you put in your thing because you're literally building a world that nobody knows right like there are no books there's not a movie about it so you have to crush it with your setting and, and, so, and that's that's sort of what what um, scares people off from uh, reading uh, setting the documents is that settings are um, they're shown in a terrible way, right? They're shown as these boring as history books that talk about the oh here here uh, was the war that lasted for thirty years. Uh, there was uh, okay, these guys won. Uh, now they're ruling this land, and these guys, uh, yeah, they some famine struck them like 30 years ago. There's way less of them than there used to be. Stuff like that. It's it's boring as hell, right? I do not care to 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 read that stuff, right? Um, Same. Because who who in the right mind like reads the dry history books, right? Um, very few cool. people. <laughs> so, but so. That's what we're talking right, right, about. Right, right. But I mean, like, unless you're really into that, unless you're really into that that one topic, right? You know, you're not gonna read that. Or a history professor in Wales, right? Um, right. But so that's what we were talking about today. Is like, and and I'm helping. I, I hope I'm helping. Uh, just because I'm like, no, we have you got to put juice in every fucking thing. Like every word matters. Right. That's it right. was a, it's a little bit like the stupid manifesto discussion today but like I'm like that's how I approach everything. I want to rip every fucking word out of there that does right. not matter, does not add flavor and I want to add more flavor in every word because we all know that and we're probably all guilty of it except for you Paul that will read Burning Wheel in all its inclinations because you're fucking crazy. But like I'm, I am only on the hook for like. Thank, thank I have you. a word thank count. <laughs> I have a word count in my, like we've all been in the game where someone drops three hundred pounds of lore on us, and we're like, go fuck yourself, right? Like, so listen, listen like, mate, listen. I, I was in a game of, I was in a game of burning empires last night, right? You, don't, I know. I'm, I'm, tra- I'm traumatized. You don't need to remind me. But that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. Like, so FKR is as setting you like an FKR. I want to talk about FKR. Like, we can say settings or modules, or I don't care what we say. But like, a couple things. A like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta juice up the setting 
with minimal words. B, you've got to, uh, like an appendix, whatever with, uh, with like, here's some movies or media content, go watch this and figure it out. And like, C, and this is, this is a future topic. Let's, let's, I love how Paul used hashtag FKR and I want to steal that from you on, on the cover that of your is, book. I, I agree. It's very cool. I guess, so my issue, let me, let me show you an introduction to the setting I'm working Do it. on. So, Rad. Um, it's in round table. Uh, so the, the, my issue is that I'm, I'm too poetic, uh, cause I want vibes, not truths, but, um, that's that's basically and that's the whole introduction and and right after that it's it's the um it's the um character creation right and and i want to basically cram the whole um the whole setting into here's how is how it's different from your standard fantasy setting um that's and he, here are the important bits you could say and yeah. sort of, and we, you know, let's get on with character creation. Let's get on with doing things that are interesting, right? I'm not going to explain to you, like, the entirety of, of how the world uh, has been handling itself or, or whatever, or, or its its history. It's just like, here's how it's different from, from the standard, you know, fantasy setting. Of course, it's a fantasy setting. You can guess that from reading you know the first line right uh and and the point of it is like okay here's how it's different from regular fantasy because i got that inspiration from uh not just pulse game but also from uh from electric bastion land in a way right electric bastion mm -hmm. land does not have a <clears throat> crazy a crazy lot about its setting it gives you premonitions it gives you presets that describe the paradigm by which the setting is formed and then sort of leave the gritty details to the gm and they of course present some exact things by which um like 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 some exact like i think adventures or like specific like you know here is here is how i use this paradigm to generate uh, a portion of the city and stuff like that right paul is reading zach is busy okay <laughs> no i'm 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 here i'm um I'm I'm fascinated to hear more about this about this setting this game seventh. Um, however, it's about my bedtime, um, mm. and I Same. just wanted to agree about I just wanted to agree about poetry actually because I think the the power of poetry you know the power of of fewer words is evident in that introduction and I really like that and I think you find that in the best in the best settings and you find the opposite in the worst settings. You know, right. prosaic, prosaic weight that just kills you and your imagination. Um, so I'd really love to hear more. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot off, gents. Um, I'm, I, I'm reading a novel at the moment called The Crossing by a man called Andrew Miller, and I have come to the happy ending on page 82. Sadly, there are 370 pages in the book, so I am, <laughs> yeah. Right. So I am, so I'm, so I stopped on that paragraph and now I'm going to go and find out what tragedy is going to completely fuck with these characters that I'm coming to care about. But thanks. Thanks for the, um, yeah, thanks for the great chat. And, uh, I shall be in this space again whenever I'm welcome. Cheers. Mostar. Cool, man. White bread. Hi. Zach, are you still asleep? Zach is busy. Zach is busy. That's all right. White bread, are you here? <laughs> Paul, I mean, yeah, I'm here. White bread join. <laughs> oh yeah, now that white bread joined, Paul is back. He was gonna. Oh, no, off for I, I, I haven't heard white bread's voice. I just want to hear white bread's voice. No, I'm gonna go to bed. Oh, it. He, he might be from hey. Australia. 
I might be from Australia, yeah. He might be a surfer. That's the rumor. That's the rumor I've heard. Hey, man, how are you? Yeah, good, man. Good. Good. I'm off to bed now. <laughs> I'll star again, everybody. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll... See ya. Yeah. So, White Bread, we're talking about uh, in Roundtable, Seven posted a little bit of uh, a, a gist of his uh, the system, uh, really more of a setting that he's working on. Um, I was I was thinking about ta- <laughs> like so you could read that, but like we so White Bread and I and Paul uh, have been God fighting time zones because it's it's aggressive. Um, right, because you you were supposed to run named, right? Yeah. So he we we have been talking, and like that's th- that's a little bit of what like I was talking to you about. Seventh, it's like oh yeah. So mm-hmm. like we were in a private chat talking about like uh, just just it was mostly me and Paul bouncing ideas as players, right? Like off each other and came up with a bunch of shit. Um, and then, then one of white bread like cranked it down into a pseudo like setting. Uh, it's all it's going to be airship pirates. Uh, Goodbye, Zach. Um, and it's super cool. And, and it's another right, like it's almost like I'm like, God, I'm so tempted to like it. It was so, uh, it had a lot of juice to it, right? Like, so it's almost like, God, I want to just write a, 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 I want to start writing adventures off this thing. A, because airships are my thing and I fucking love them. And, and we went with that. Um, but B, it's just like, uh, and White Pride, I shared the, uh, your document with, with Seventh too. So like, he's reading through it. Because Wait. like, yeah, it's just like, it was a really organic, cool way to like build up a world, right? Like, and I really liked it. Uh, I'd, I would very much like to hear like White Bread's take on like, yeah, how did that go? What were, <laughs> how were, how were you, how did you go through? It was just like he was asleep because he's in Australia and <laughs> Paul and I were awake. Uh, so we were shooting the shit and just like, Wait, um, just like you, you were supposed to send me a white bread um, document on building worlds, right? Oh, I oh yeah, yeah. You okay, have that, I don't, right? ha- I don't have that. I have the world he built based on the horse shit that Paul, Paul and I were going back and forth with. I, I'm interested did... in in the in the world building document. Yeah, cool. Wait, He'll have. Yeah, to I'll that. I'll pull that out uh, and drop it in the chat or wherever. Right. So, but white bread, like, where were you? I'm very curious. Like, where you woke up, you saw our our bullshit, and then just like combed it into a some sort of like cohesive document and setting. It's yeah. fascinating to me. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's that's what we usually do. Uh, so when we, when we get together and we want to start a new campaign, we'll just uh, riff off each other and ask each other questions, and I'll send through the doc we use with some of the questions in it. But mm-hmm. um, you were just establishing a world together, not not the not the challenge the players are going to face or anything like that. You know, like the, the types of challenges, yeah, but not the specific things they're going to have to um to have a crack at but uh just just what the world's going to be like so so for example we had a we had a couple of guys down at our online game a couple of weeks ago and we just uh we have a random table we use and we rolled up uh paratroopers parachuting into norway in vikings times so we made it like guys in the d-day landing but Instead of landing, you know, in France, they landed in Viking Norway. And that's enough mm. just to rip off and just go with. And then the challenges are the, the things that the GM puts, you know, the, the obvious things that the world puts in front of you and the things the GM's come up with. But, yeah, that's what we just do every, every kind of time. This is probably a bit more elaborate um, because usually we're a bit more real-world real based, but... Um, 
yeah, this was this was pretty sweet. It was, uh, I don't know, it was great to come back and see so much material to use. And I think it just needed, um, I think with this, like sometimes you're building a world and it's a world that has an inherent um, uh, limitation to it. Like, okay, it's a Western, right? We're starting a Western kind of thing. You know, right. like we're doing another Western in uh, one of my groups, but it's anthropomorphic animals instead of uh, normal people. But apart from that, it's pretty pretty similar to a Western with some kind of magical elements. And you just need one town for a Western. Like, you just need a base, and then you can build, you know, we've, we've been exploring what's around the town uh, as characters. But when you're talking about pirates, you've got to have enough hooks so people go, I'm going to sail over there. You know, so I guess that's why I put a bit more effort into it because you got to have somewhere to sail to and 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 some hooks to kind of entice you to jump in your your ship and go somewhere. So yeah, that's why I just fleshed it out a bit more than usual. But um, yeah, it's generally what we do every time: establish establish the world, the tone. You know, is death on the table, that sort of stuff, and then um, you know uh, how. Other thing we often talk about is healing times, or if we're doing an anime, we'll talk about what the animation looks like. You know, is it Studio G uh, Ghibli or is it is it something else? You know. Uh, so yeah, we just kind of riff until we all have the same understanding, and then we just go and start playing and add add bits to the world as we go. And he did I, I all would... this with a, I, I... a wildfire coming down on his ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Was it was it that close? It was a <laughs> Yeah, but still. <laughs> okay. So what I wanna know more is like some sort of a rundown, maybe not rundown, because like uh I'm I'm still waiting for that document unless you you've already posted it and I can't see it. But my point is that I, I could use some sort of like a rundown of like what exactly do you do? What exactly questions do you ask? And what order are they asked? I'm kind of curious, um, what does it look like for you? Because uh, I know how I make settings, right? But I, I usually don't usually don't uh, hire people to help me out with it, right? Um, besides just like placing themselves in that world and defining um, who they are in a way uh, in that world. But yeah. yeah. It's it's really uh, I'll post the thing soon. I can't talk and post though. So, uh, mm -hmm. but we really do. Um, we do. We just we just do it the way that kind of seems logical. So yeah, there are a list of questions, but they're more like for the GM. The GM's like guiding what's happening, but um, it, it it's really dependent on what the situation is. Um, so. I had a, a one of my players really into cryptids and said, I want to do a cryptid game. So we just sat down and said, well, what does a cryptid game look like and how do we do that and what's, you know, we need a setting for it. It's more than just there are cryptids. You know, we've got to, are we hunting cryptids? Are we, you know, so we came up with this um, uh, Scooby-Doo inspired um, Appalachian <laughs> cryptid hunters Thing together, you know, just riffing off each other in the same way that you'd riff on characters or whatever. And, um, you know, and we talk about what the tone is. And that you'll see that when you see the questions, you'll see some of these things like, what's the tone, whatever. And so it was, it was kind of Scooby Doo inspired, but, but kind of serious. Um, and, the, and it was, it was 1990s as well, because we wanted pre mobile phone shenanigans. Um, so yeah. that it couldn't be just, I took a picture on my phone and did whatever. And so that, just and then you know we said well why why are they hunting cryptids well they they're uni students on their on their uh, spring break and uh, they've gone to the Appalachians because they've seen a photo or something and then from there uh, we just kind of uh, play the world so I think I think it, the trick is we don't we have some kind of guidelines but we don't we're not slavish to to how that's going to work we we just um, I, I think we treat each other as as experts, you know, as as someone who who you know, kind of knows what they're doing. The same way with players, like you you come up with a character and play that character, when you're expected to play that character as deeply and honestly as you can. Uh, that's kind of how we just approach world building. We just approach it, you know, like let's we want to build something we want to do together. How do we 
how do we kind of do that? Um, and then, like, sometimes I'll come up with an adventure to spark, like we did a Viking campaign, and I'll just come up with a micro-adventure with kind of tension points in it, you know, uh, like S. John Ross would, would call, you know, that, that kind of high-trust high trad. We Maybe we do something a bit like that, you know, just contained, and then the rest of the world kind of builds from with, there. With and we, what system? High-trust trad with what system? Uh, I, don't, I think he says you could use whatever system you can do. Uh, it's more the, the approach he takes that you've got to have okay. kind of an adventure that's full of possibilities but without solutions. And, and so if, if I'm doing an adventure, we'll do it like that. So this one was, uh, you know, they had to travel. The Yarl sent them to a place to try and work out why this guy wasn't sending his tribute in. And it was because there was a murder and there were relatives and the murder was kind of had this supernatural element and they're trying to work out what's going on but then there's lots of choices do we do we kill the witch that's there do we take her away do we you know and they had to you know make make real choices uh about to work out what was going on and what they should do so yeah we start with that and then draw a draw a map that gets bigger and bigger as as these viking guys kind of go and raid england or whatever well suddenly the world becomes bigger and there's there's more bits on it so I don't. I don't feel like we do anything special. We just trust each other, and uh, you know, expect that it's going to work, and then do it and, and practice it and get better at it. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, so Seventh and I were playing in. Uh, we played in Paul's game, uh, and we played in uh, Halloween's game. And it was way less. I need to play in your game, White Bread, and you need to play in mine. Totally. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, if we can fit seventh into our into the game, we're gonna play. We we should, in the pirate game. That'd be fun. Uh, that's something no, yeah, that's up to you both. Right. As long as we're um, not opening up the night time. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, all around the world. <laughs> no, no, that's that's that'll work, won't it? Because that's yeah. Would that be a bit later? He'd be in the middle of you and Paul, basically. Yeah, okay, well, right. then that's perfect. Yeah. Isn't so that Paul might work. in... Where, where's Paul? Paul is, like, in UK? Wales. Yeah. Oh, Wait, no, that's straight up uh, exactly my time. So, uh, like, it's oh, one hour, so it doesn't really matter. So I think it's one hour later for you, so it's, like, a 10.30 start. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's 10, young. 30 PM. He's young yeah, and put up yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Depends yeah, on sweet. the day, but like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, so it's a shame you missed that kind of build up, but uh, there's plenty of stuff still to kind of create in that space. So um, if we get you the doc, you can um, have a look. I, did, and... I do have the doc. Brian did give me sweet. the doc, and I'm, I'm definitely yeah. like looking into it. I'm interested. I have way more time. Um, for kind of grokking and grasping stuff once I'm past this week. But after that, I'm all good. Yeah, so we're on for Saturday night, your time, Sunday morning, my time. Okay. Okay. You'd probably be interested in at least, uh, whatever, if you want to invite him to the combo. To the yeah, thread, sweet. Like, that would be yeah, very helpful, <laughs> yes. You could read through all of our shit that, that Paul and I did and then and then read White Bread's document. You'll probably be amazed at the amount of work he's put into it. It's 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 awesome. But like yeah. I am on holidays right now, so uh it is uh I have, Valid. I have more time. I am jobless. Do. Yeah, me too. I and I'm loving yeah. it. I haven't I'm, Brian is on the holidays of his life. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm dipping a toe in retirement right now. It's, right. And I love every second of it. It's great. Um, yeah, I like, honestly, yeah, I, I really don't want to expand on it that much. And maybe this is where we just cut. Cause like, I can't wait to play the game and like, and then we're going to talk about the game, I think. Um, and it'll be rad. I yes. Also wanna, this is a good you, place to cut. Give me an invite. Don't don't skip me out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, I'll send you all the yeah. stuff after this. Yeah, because okay, gonna... Seventh and I have played in multiple games <laughs> together, and it's and we have a good energy, and we had a good energy in Paul's game and Halloween's right. game. 
I really liked it. Like, and there's something to that, right? Like, I'm a huge fan of spanning all the time zones because it's worth it. Because it's such a it's such a different take. You you get people countries. with like diversity of opinion and diversity of beliefs and stuff like that. And I yeah. think it's definitely valuable. And it's strong diversity. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah, for sure. the story is cool, right? Like I I especially loved that the uh the Kraken was uh that was indigenous, right? Like that is really good. I I think for and this comes back to like what white bread and I and I have talked about Australian versus American you know like um, histories and like that's cool I want to lean into that too that's super fun I think yeah I was thinking like a lot of the things I was adding like the little bits like the flying eels that the mm. that the guys in the dead man fingers fish I think they're in they're native as well to this planet anything down in the fog is stuff that you're, uh, you know, the stuff they're fishing out is all kind of native. And then on top, on the mountain peaks, it's just like, okay, we have goats and whatever. And we brought totally. birds over or stuff like that. It, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, everything, everything below that fog layer is, you know, native stuff like the blood worms yeah. or whatever. Totally. Yeah. It's super fun how you went exactly where I was thinking because I'm like, oh, yeah, because we were talking about like how if an airship takes damage to the balloon, it's going to slow descent. And like you do not want that because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's got to be something fucked up on the on the ground. Right. Like that's not a place you want to hang out. And and we do airships because we're probably up top. Really, we're probably in the mountains, and there's a reason for it. And he, and he put it up. He put us on a gas giant, and I love the. I also love the that you threw in um, that compasses don't work. That's super cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's that's you guys said this stuff. You said gravitational anomalies, and yeah, uh, you. This is this is riffing off what you guys came up with. Uh, yeah, you, because you just read it deeper than I read it. <laughs> <laughs> but like right. i was I think totally it, thinking I, that same shit yeah yeah I, th- I was thinking of adding crappy radios as well uh so oh, i want to put that yeah. to you guys you know like yeah, like but they hardly work but maybe they do and you can get a message through yeah um right. so i'll put that in the chat cool. and we can talk about it yeah i mean seventh is going to love this shit and and Read that stuff when you can and start riffing on it because yeah, we're just we're throwing stuff together and then we're playing. Right. So right. Uh, but Sam has I, great I, ideas. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, this will be it'll be cool. But I take everything we've written as a like a suggestion. Yeah, seven. This is not this is not locked in. Like if you go, oh, you should do this instead. We'll do that. I mean, it doesn't right. matter. That's, right. Totally. Yeah. It looks like it's written uh, in stone, but it is not written in stone. It is meant to be a, a spark, you know. Right. So, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can vibe with that. Well, awesome. All right. Uh, I'll Thanks be zooming off because it is definitely yeah. the time for, my, for me to go to sleep. So uh, I'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Yeah, I'm cooking for wife. So yeah. We have to chat. Cool. So, uh, we'll talk see you. ya. Awesome. Catch up.